Listen, buddy, if you're looking for the Diet Frozen Yogurt Bar, it went out of business last summer. Actually, I'm looking for a Batman number 14. We interrupt our program to bring you this important message. Here come the Teen Titans, a quartet of towering talent. Kid Flash, whose speed defies the eye to follow. Wonder Girl, swift and powerful super lass. Speedy, whose fantastic arrows perform awesome feats. Aqualad, bold and daring marine marvel. Fabulous foursome for right against might, the Teen Titans. It is a quiet morning when an awesome creature rears up out of the sea and strides up onto the deserted beach. In moments, news of the weird raider reaches the secret mountain headquarters of the mighty Teen Titans. Speedy to Titans. Come in, Teen Titans. Aqualad here. Wonder Girl here. Kid Flash here. What's up, Speedy-o? Condition red. Rendezvous sector C for Charlie. Baker beats him. The D for double. Be there in a flash. Roger. We'll go. A short while later, from land, sea, and air, the famed teenage fighters join forces. Come on, team! We gotta stop this thing! Slow down, you overgrown, wind-up toy! Whoa, boy! Whoa! What do we have to do to stop this thing? Maybe an armor-piercing arrow can do the trick! We've got to find out where it comes from. Okay, it's in my element now. Let me handle it. Check. We'll follow in the copter. Oh, there's that crazy machine. Yeah, but where's Aqualad? Thanks, Leggy. Gotta go follow that mechanical monster. Weeping lionfish! He got me again! Merciful Venus, look! Hey, Aqualad's in trouble! Come on! Put this egg beater down! Fast! Let go of me, you big luck! Let go! Do you think this boomerang arrow will work, Speedy? Just hang on to your lariat. This is where I go to work. Nice work, team. Now, 
Let's go see who controls this thing. Holy haddocks! This thing is a giant spaceship! But where did it come from? And dig that crazy computer! Stop! Stay where you are! Suffering Sappho! It... it talks! Spooky! Let's have a good look at it! Repeat, stay where you are. Shouldn't we stop? Forget it. Now you shall be destroyed. Look, it means business. Scatter, Titans. When the two robots exploded, the computer started speeding up like crazy. Must be the answer. Turn it towards me, Gilhead. Be my guest, Eagle Eye. Great shot, Speedy Boy. Computer's going out of its electronic mind! Watch out! This last robot's on a rampage! Nice going, Wonder Doll! Am I glad these Amazon bracelets are invulnerable! Deflect the bolts back at them! will think twice before trying it again. Well, time for me to head home. Same here. Bye, gang. Hey, what about me? <laughs> You're just stuck in this old copter, Twinkle Toes, until we reach solid ground. <laughs> Okay, so that was The Monster Machine. We'll be back after a quick promo. Hi everybody, my name's Hub, and I host a show called Tighten Up The Defense, a podcast that would likely benefit from a tagline. Every week, we read either a Defenders comic book from the 70s or a New Teen Titans comic from the 80s. I give a synopsis of that comic that I have handcrafted to amuse and inform. 
And then my good-for-many-things brother Corey comes over, and we talk about what we found interesting about the comic we just read. It's a lot of fun, and we hope you'll join us for it. Anything you'd like to add, Corey? I like cocaine from an animal's butthole. Mm. It is. So good. It is. Paradise. Well, Corey, I don't really think that's appropriate. We're trying to do a promotion for our podcast here. Shut up. Okay, fair enough. Any final thoughts? Of course. Well, let's hear them. I have eaten all the beaver butt. <laughs> you have eaten none. And beaver's butt is pretty good. There you have it. Tighten up the defense. That's T-I-T-A-N. You can find it wherever podcasts are found. It's probably worth mentioning. I'm the one who does the editing. Catch the wave of the future and hang 10 on it with us. Cowabunga. The Monster Machine was written by George Cashton. Cashton had a fairly decent comics career in the Silver Age, writing stories for Congo Bill, Green Arrow, and even big names like Superman and Batman. He was a key player in launching Metamorpho and the original Teen Titans into ongoing stories before making his move to writing scripts for the Superman-Aquaman Hour of Adventure. What a shame that restructuring at DC in the late 60s led to George Cashton being shown the door. The Superman-Aquaman Hour wasn't just for the two main heroes, obviously. Filmation added in short cartoons featuring other heroes, including the Teen Titans. As you probably already figured out, this story was one of those cartoons featured on the show. The cartoon versions of the Teen Titans were pretty similar to their comic book counterparts at the time, with the exception of Kid Flash's costume, which has the color scheme reversed and Wally with jet black hair, and the lack of Robin as a member as he was appearing with Batman in a totally different cartoon series. So you're probably wondering why I'm even bothering to cover this. Well, honestly, there are two reasons. One, I like to cover comics-related media, and two, this actually appears in a comic. Teen Titans Volume 1 Annual 1 was published in 1999 to mimic the style of a giant-sized annual as if it were printed in the 60s or 70s. The issue itself reprints stories from Showcase number 59, The Flash number 164, Wonder Woman number 144, and Teen Titans number 4. However, the Monster Machine never had a real comic appearance before, so it's marked as an all-new story. The art in the comic for this story is, well, I mean, it's just still images from the cartoon with captions and word bubbles added so we can follow along. However, it is word-for-word a reproduction of the script from the show. So, I mean, it's, it's hard to really comment on the art. It's pretty standard filmation stock for the time. The episode is out there floating around on YouTube, so it's pretty easy to find, folks. But what do I think of the story itself? <laughs> it's pretty fun and cute. I mean, it seems pretty standard for a 60s cartoon. There's a menace for the sake of having a menace. The various members of the team all get something to do which says a lot for a six-minute cartoon, I'll admit this probably isn't for everybody. But if at all costs, you know, I'd say still look it up, because, I mean, what's it going to do? Cost you six minutes of your life? Well, if you're that concerned about your six minutes, you should probably turn it off midway through. Whatever. 
I just find the story being in the annual an interesting novelty, but honestly, it's more fun to experience the cartoon. Either way, all good. If you do enjoy this, be sure to check out the other two Teen Titans episodes, The Space Beast Roundup and Operation Rescue. Now, another quick break, and on to listener feedback. Warlord Worlds, a fan podcast devoted to the comic creations of Mike Grell, including Warlord, John Sable, Star Slayer, Shaman's Tears, and Green Arrow. I'm Darren. And I'm Ruth. Join us as we discuss the stories, characters, and art in the many excellent comics from writer and artist Mike Grell. Warlord Worlds is available at podbean.com and on iTunes and Stitcher. Find us at warlordworlds.com. And we're back. Last episode got Twitter likes and retweets from Jeffrey Brown, Rob Deb. Mashcast, Tim Price, Martin Gray, Relatively Geeky, Ed Moore, Chris at BTO and Bat Books, Longbox Crusade, Ange, Macumba Seriologica, Justice's First Dawn, Laurel at Mountainflower One, The Hammer Strikes, Smiling Jack, Comics in the Golden Age, Christados, Warlock Thanos Podcast, Liz Ann Oswald, Robert Romanico, Professor Frenzy, Comic Fan, Warlord Worlds, Xenozoic Xenophiles, Rad Adventures Network, and DSNRS. Those are all Darren and Ruth Sutherland, by the way. Bill Bear, Steve Sellers, oh, and I missed one from Darren and Ruth, Trekker Talk. On Facebook, we got... Likes and shares from Reggie Hancock, Gene Hendricks, Ivan Chudley, Pat Sampson, Jonathan Schaefer-Hames, Ranger Gord, Al Sedano, and Jason Albrick. Well, we definitely ended up with some feedback this time around. As a reminder, last episode was Avengers Unplugged number 5. Last episode, we did that Captain Marvel story. Okay, let's see. Sean from Secret Wars and Beyond podcast wrote saying, Fun episode. I knew the name change had taken place, but I hadn't read the actual issue. Am I in the minority for not liking Genus Vale? I always found him whiny and entitled, but admittedly, I didn't really read his main book, so I only know him from guest appearances. Well, honestly, Sean, I liked him better then than I do now, so maybe he was written for the early teen me in mind? Don't know. Laurel wrote in saying, Just finished listening. That forced kiss would have broken the internet these days. Especially with asking which was worse, putting out a cigar on her or forcing her to kiss him. Not just ew, but promotion of abuse and rape culture. Not good. 
Yeah, definitely, Laurel. That was you know, kind of my thought on it, too. All right, our good buddy, the Irredeemable Shag, wrote us saying that he listened to the episode uh, that morning that he wrote it, whichever day that was, I'm sorry, says he enjoyed the episode, but sad the comic didn't age as well as his fond memories of that era. Many thanks to Clinton, that would be me, for a fun listen and for crushing my happy memories of a misspent youth. And of course, as I told Shag, if it makes you feel any better, I felt the same way after recording it. Shag's comments got followed up by David Gallagher, author of The Only Living Boy and The Only Living Girl. You should get both of those now, by the way. They're really, really good. Uh, David wrote saying, Great episode, but that issue was rough. And I'll agree. Every bit of those comments, I will agree. Because <laughs> goodness knows, that was a, well, as David put it, rough issue. All right, so I think that will do it, folks. So what will we be covering next time? <laughs> you already know it's going to be something random. So we'll get to it when we get there. So I appreciate you joining me. So until next time, I am the constantly caffeinated Clinton Robinson. And this is the place where the comics are never too old and the coffee is never too cold. This has been a Coffee and Comics production. All material referenced herein is copyright the respective owners and is believed covered under fair use. Feedback can be left by emailing coffeeandcomicspodcast at gmail.com, visiting the website at coffeeandcomicspodcast.blogspot.com, or on Twitter at coffeecomicsblg. 